Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Attack Features, a Bad Brand Horror Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Capo, and I am with the lovely co-host, Elaine. And today, we're going to talk about the 1998 movie, Black Dog. So let's get to it. The next time you are frightened in the dark, don't, don't, don't scream. your nap delightful it really was my sleep though because i didn't sleep he's knocking stuff all over God the place damn it this is the second time i dropped that well maybe you would learn to not put it there but okay never mind i need to drink it yeah no but i still would have put it where it wouldn't fall off the table all right well anyway elaine has elaine has been able to sleep because babar the elephant prince lives <laughs> above us yeah also teen wolf he yes. transforms every day on his porch, and he howls. He's a young child that I just believe is extremely bored because he has to stay with Grandma, and I don't think they have anything cool for him to do like play Nintendo. So he just stomps around and howls on the porch. Yeah. I don't blame him. I blame them. They should definitely just be putting him in front of a TV, obviously. So uh, that's how you parent nowadays, isn't it? They probably can't afford uh, PS5. Like, I was gonna say uh, anything. Well, I don't know. You can just get them on YouTube. Oh well, I thought I would have thought whatever they sold the infant for. Oh yes, the baby that mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a whole different story. I guess you can't say the baby disappeared because it never appeared. No, she was just pregnant, and then she wasn't, and then. Yeah, so we just don't know where the baby went. Well, yeah. it's none of our business, but, I mean, I saw all of them leave. So, if they had a baby, they definitely just left at home alone. So. Oh, oh, there you go. I don't, there's no baby. I've never heard a baby cry. Maybe they went to a high school prom and dropped in the toilet. Like, uh, <laughs> like all those old uh, urban legends. I don't know. Maybe they adopted it out. Who knows? Eh, who knows? But it ain't upstairs, I know that. No. But the Babar Prince is upstairs for sure. That kid is just bored, out of his mind. Yeah. Might be on the spectrum, too. Yeah, I've talked to him. He doesn't seem like it. Oh, well, I've never had any run-ins with him. I haven't talked to those people upstairs, like, at all. Yeah. Some dude complimented my uh, my Friday the 13th beanie that was on their porch smoking a black and mild the other day when I took tomorrow out to walk. Oh, but besides that, that's pretty much like the only interaction I've had with those people. I just know they used to have, remember that, that the lesbian couple who I think is like the mom of that child. 
Um, I've seen them like, uh, like it's definitely like the, stoned out of their mind. The one that melting. looks like, uh, like, uh, like Ellen DeGeneres on like crack. No, that's the girlfriend. Oh, or the was the girlfriend. But I've definitely seen them, like, literally melted outside high on something. Uh-huh. Well, we don't live in a nice neighborhood, in case anybody <laughs> is wondering. Yeah. But it's fine. Anyway, what have you been watching? Oh, I've been watching Schitt's Creek. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I yeah, enjoy yeah. that. It's funny. Mm. I've uh. been watching Gin Lock, and that shit has been, like, melting my brain. So, yeah. like, the animation is terrible, but the action scenes are pretty good, and it's really well written. So, it's about this guy that's, like, in the future army, and uh, New York gets attacked by this, like, like world power called the Union. Because, like, NATO gets renamed the... Polity, I think is what they're called. And then the other part of the world is called the Union. And they're like at war with each other. And it's like this world war. Mm. So New York gets attacked and that like kicks off like the world war. Because the Union attacks New York and like destroys it and takes it over. And then they start invading America. So there's this guy and he's like this like amazing like fighter pilot and he gets killed in the battle of New York and him and his girlfriend were like two like best fighter pilots for uh the polity so he gets killed and then like four years later you find out that he's not dead and he was rescued and his subconscious was uploaded to this like cyber brain in this mech warrior and, like, his body's still alive, but it's just, like, an arm and, like, his upper torso and his head. Mm. He, like, lives inside of, like, a giant tube. But he downloads his brain into this mech warrior to fight in, like, all these, like, military battles and shit. And then they have other people who can also download into it. But if you're downloaded too long, your subconscious will get stuck inside the robot. And that's what ends up happening to the dude. So he's just like a robot now. But then he's like still trying to like uh, recover his relationship with like his ex. But he's like a robot. It's fucking crazy. Then you come out. Then you come to find out that like the attack on New York wasn't the start of the war. The government polity who is supposed to be like the victims and all this started the war. Because they went and bombed the Union's capital, but no one knows about it. And that's why the invasion happened. Okay. I There's mean, like crazy like fucking politics and so shit. I guess I'll watch it. Where, what, what's it on? It's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yes, I'll watch it. I think I saw it and then showed there, up on my, like, there's like I'd a, be interested in. And then there's like behind, then there's like all types of crazy shit of like the mind fucking going on with like these people who are downloading their brains in these machines because they can like when they fight they can like share their minds and it helps them in battle but when they do that 
their subconsciousness like invade each other. So they like gain each other's memories Mm -hmm. and they like blend. So sometimes people remember like there's a, there's like this Russian chick and there's this Mexican dude who like always plays the guitar and she learns to play the guitar by sharing memories with him because she inherits his memories of learning how to play guitar on like rooftops in Guadalajara. Hmm. And then like another girl learns how to become a sniper from the Russian girl because they share memories and she inherits her memories of training. So she's just like knows how to be a sniper. But then the guy, since he doesn't have a body and shit, since he loses it, his only thing is his subconscious inside the, the mech warrior. And so he doesn't want to share with them because every time he does, he loses a part of himself. Ah. So he's like terrified of like, when I don't have any part of my own mind. And then you like, you find out that he's a copy of himself. Cause when he uploaded his brain to the mech warrior, they made a backup copy and the original mech warrior got captured by the enemy and they took it. So they uploaded his backup consciousness and lied to him and just said he went offline for a couple hours. So he finds out that he's the backup copy. He's not in real his real self. Wow. And then the other the other nation is mass producing his real subconsciousness in like these in these robots that he's fighting against. So he's essentially like killing himself over and over and over and over. Mm. But he's so like but his consciousness is like broken. So like all the things he fights are like this like broken like psychotic consciousness of himself. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking wild. I just want to clarify. I don't think the animation is... No, the animation is terrible. I mean, the animation is terrible if you like if you hate computer animated. But otherwise, I mean, it's well animated if you don't mind computer animation. There's a difference. But, uh, okay, like the Resident Evil movies that they do, mm-hmm. the, the animation ones, that computer generation where it actually like is shaped like people like that's fine, but I hate that's not what people look like. They're like all blocky and shit. Mm. I don't like that, but it's just, I don't know. It's, but it's really fucking good. The writing on it's really good. And there's like all types of twists and turns. It's been like melting my brain for the last like four hours while you've been asleep. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd I'd uh, recommend just to throw it on, but you gotta pay attention though. It's not something you can just like put on and like fall asleep and shit. You gotta like pay attention. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but the real reason we're here today is we are honoring the man, the myth, the legend, the meatloaf, Elaine's hypothetical sex partner. Gross. You said you would have sex with meatloaf. It depends what version of meatloaf. Well, the... This version was less repulsive. Was it the Bible scripture? Was that was get, getting, getting no. your loins wet? No. I know how you uh, you Irish people <laughs> love religion. No, it wasn't the Bible scripture. I mean, you're just putting me in a place where... I mean, it was between you and Warwick Davis. It was between him and uh, Warwick Davis. And yeah, that's what I'm up, saying. So. Like, It's not like you. I just came out of my head. And was just like, oh, you know, I'd give meatloaf a go. You're, so I don't even like it as a food. 
Do you still hate? Do you still hate Meatloaf now that he's dead? Uh, you no, talked all that shit about him. He, he did, died, and like, then he literally a died. Later. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, no. I just I don't no. I don't think I can't even remember what I said about him because it was that long ago. But uh, he was a premature ejacu- a premature ejaculator, and like. Did I really say that about him? Yeah, you said he'd last like two pumps, and then you said you probably had a micro dick and all types of shit. You Did were like I? super mean to him. Oh my god, how horrible of me! Uh, for no reason. There's no reason to hate me. <laughs> what is Meatloaf has never done anything anything to, to me, anybody? No. Uh, well, well that's not he true. was an anti-vaxxer. Oh, so so like fun fact. Did he die from COVID-related stuff? No, right? Okay. Uh, well, like four days before he died, he said, uh, like an interview, I'd rather die than get vaccinated. And then he ended up dying. So then people said that he had like, that he died from COVID-19 complications, but I don't believe that it's been like officially announced from like his family Mm, and shit. Yeah, I didn't. He died in Nashville. Did he? He did. He was in Nashville when he died. Oh God, his ghost can haunt me. Yeah. So... I don't think Meatloaf listens to our podcast, so maybe he he won't. Yeah. Maybe we should stop saying his name. We were also he might talk- appear in a mirror or something. We were also talking at work about how I uh I say fun fact. Like we have uh that Jordan girl that was at uh Tavares' wedding. <laughs> she goes, Oh my god. She says that like all the time. Uh-huh. So like we always make fun of her by saying that. Because uh-huh. it's like her catchphrase. And then Tavares brought up that I say fun fact like all the time. You do. And I do say that all the time. And, and yeah. I had to tell him, I was like, well, they're not always fun facts. No, sometimes they're just gross facts and sad facts and fin facts. It's true. So there you go. Like, yeah, me love dying in Nashville. That's not a fun fact, but it is true. I don't know. It's fun for people in Nashville that are like, oh, great. A celebrity died here. It is also true. But I really feel like we need to stop saying his name over and over again because I feel like he's just going to appear in the bathroom mirror. Like some sort of Beetlejuice or yeah. uh, Bloody Berry type of thing? Yeah. We need to watch a new Candyman. I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen any of the Candyman. No, you haven't seen the original. Well, you don't need to see two or three. Two or three are terrible. The first one is one of my favorite movies. Oh, we'll watch something. We watched The Headhunter. We mm-hmm. talked about that last last episode. Yeah. We did. That's right. Um, it was okay. A little bit of a, it was a little bit of a, I, it could have been consolidated into like a thirty-minute TV show. It's only seventy-two minutes long. Yeah, well, that's still. That's fine. Forty-three yeah. minutes too long. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I didn't. It's a good story, but it was kind of like. Uh, What'd you think of the actor? He, he was uh, very good. His first movie. Yeah. He hasn't done anything really since. Right. But, uh, yeah. He's really, he's really fucking good in that. Considering the movie's pretty much just one dude. One dude, and his lines consist of just saying fuck. Yeah. He has, well, see, uh, his, but his, uh, his, um. Daughter? No, I was going to say his, uh, his facial expressions and his, um, his, uh, body language. Oh yeah, he's very good. He's a very physical actor. Yes. Yeah, he's very good at that. People don't appreciate how uh, how good and how effective body language can be. Yeah. So Friday the Thirteenth, 
people always say fucking, uh, God damn it, what's his fucking name? Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. People say Kane Hodder is the greatest fucking Jason Voorhees. I disagree. I don't think so. I don't think he is a very good Jason Voorhees. But for me, personally, he came in, I think he came in from sit at six. And then he went on from there. And that was when Jason Voorhees was like a zombie. But in the first four movies, well, the first movie, it's his mom killing everybody. But then the next three, he's like a normal man. He can like feel pain and shit. You know, he's like a normal dude. And those are the ones that I like. I like the first four. And then after the one, he becomes a zombie, kind of loses it for me. And Kane Hodder, I don't know. People just relate him to being like the greatest Jason Voorhees, but I don't think so. I think his, I think the other guys before him, they portray him better and they have better uh, body language and shit like that. People just don't appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks. Sorry. I haven't really watched all of them to know or compare the two. Yeah, but you got to say, but body body language People people underappreciate that. It's a big part of acting. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a big part of acting. And then, like, even with, like, like stage plays and shit like that, like, body mm-hmm. language, people really uh, underappreciate it in the acting realm, in all uh, channels, I feel like. Yes. You're just trying to humor me. All right, so Elaine has been sleeping for the last, like, four hours, and I have been getting my mind melted by this fucking anime and drinking. And I haven't really drank this entire weekend. There you go. That's fine. We can still save the show. Yeah. I just have to drink twice as much. And if Elaine (laughs) doesn't drink, then it bounces out like one person. Uh, Sure. You're the monkey to to my handicapped person that monkey shines. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. That's, that's rude. How? Monkeys are people. They're not people, babe. Monkeys are people. We've already discussed this. They're not people. Yeah. Uh-huh. And monkeys are different than apes, too. Let's not confuse the two. Yeah. Well, it's monkeyist. You it might just... get away with saying apes are people, but you're not going to get away with saying a monkey's a people. Well, I did. I'm going <clears> to <throat> keep saying it. Yeah. I'm going to die on this hill. Okay. Monkeys are people. I'm too lazy to walk up the hill, kick you off of it, so we'll just leave it there. Get the hover around. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Black Dog. Mm-hmm. May 1st, 1998. Saw it in theaters. I was 10. Mm-hmm. Knew it sucked then. Um. Actually, it's being too harsh. This movie like, doesn't suck. It's just underwhelming. <laughs> There's good parts. I honestly, and I like Patrick Swayze. I just found his acting to be okay, very no, we're, linear. We're going to talk about that. Very we're gonna, linear. And very... Like, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Just his expression of a child that just got in trouble for the entire movie, which is a little tiresome. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Meatloaf out-acted him. We're also, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all of that. Okay. $30 million budget. Oh, that's because they had to blow up all those tractor trailers. Would it surprise you if I told you this was a box office failure? No. 
It made $12,951,088 in the United States. Overseas, it pulled in 4854000 So, made a little bit over half back. Fun fact, they made a Black Dog 2. Oh my gosh, But why? it came out like years and years later. Any of the same cast? Wait. I might be confusing this with Hard Target. I might be making that up. It's too late. You already said fun fact, so it has to be true, right? Oh, well, no, that's not true. I think I'm thinking, I am thinking of Hard Target. That's what I'm thinking of. So Hard Target, they made a sequel like 20 years later without Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's what I'm thinking of. So this movie didn't need a sequel. And that's why I didn't get one. What are you doing? I was just looking at that. Those. Yeah, look at those great pictures. Look at Meatloaf. He looks like Sloth. He looks like he melted. <laughs> yeah. He left my meatloaf out in the sun and he melted. Well, he has the uh, spreading eyes apart disease. Where he becomes a hammerhead shark right before he dies. <laughs> uh, why does Randy Travis look like he's been addicted to meth for the last couple of years? Not picture. How old is Randy Travis? Oh my God, fucking old. Look at that picture. Well, D looks like uh, Ron Perlman. He's sixty-two in that one years old. No way. He is sixty-two dude, years he was six, old. No, that man was sixty-two years old in nineteen ninety-eight. No fucking way. He's sixty years old now. Are you telling me? No way. There's no fucking 62 way. Sixty-two years old. My God, he looks terrible. I oh no no I feel like oh my God look at him in this picture oh my gosh. Whoa, he looks... Did he... He looks fake. He does look fake. Oh, he looks no. like if you took... <gasps> he looks like if you took one of those classroom skeletons and you just, like, stuck skin on it. Oh, God, this is why he looks so bad. What the fuck is that? I don't know, but he has... There's some foundation. Was that Randy Travis? Yes. What happened to him? I don't know. What? But in this movie, he uh, looks like he's like viral, 55. Oh, he got viral cardiomyopathy and viral upper respiratory infection. And then I guess he stroked out a bunch of time and had to have when? surgery on his brain. 2013. Oh, no. Okay. Well, he already, but this is 1998 and he looks like he's 55 years old. Does he not? Uh, yeah. He looks a very rugged. He looks old as shit. He looks older than Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Which actually, I'm not sure how old Patrick Swayze was when he did this. When did the movie come out? 1998. Well, he was born in 52. So he was 46. Yes. Yeah. He looks way older than Patrick Swayze in this. Randy Travis looks like a fucking old ass man. Was I had a hard life? Or smoked a bunch. (laughs) So, fun fact. Oh, my God. Now that's all I'm going to hear every time because you told me that's your catchphrase. Oh, God, I know. Put it on a shirt. Put that on a cracker. And put that on a shirt. (laughs) Anyway, so Patrick Swayze was the second person to come in on this movie. The original person uh, they wanted to cast for this Mm -hmm. was Hercules himself, Kevin Sorbo. Now, could you imagine that? If Kevin Sorbo's in this movie, this, there's no way they put this in theaters, right? 
Yeah, it has to go. Say, it has to be like straight to DVD. He's another crazy one, isn't he? Isn't he another crazy anti-faxer? Kevin yeah. Sorbo. Yeah, I do. I have no idea. He's very vocal about it. I uh, I haven't kept up with Kevin Sorbo. The only reason why I know is because somebody was talking about Hercules the show a while ago, and I was like, Dude, "Hey, I used to fuck with Hercules you, the show." Don't you bad mouth? But apparently, that uh, that that episode where he goes to hell and has to fight all the people he killed and shit in hell. And escape and fight like Cerberus He's like and shit. like some crazy questioning Great. something does not make you anti anything, nor does it make you a conspiracy theorist. The fact that questioning has become banned sh- should send a chill up your spine. That's his Twitter from two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dear immune system. Okay, come on. Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> like, no one writes fake letters to their whatever's anymore that's like so like 1999 dear immune system i realize so many people are pretending you you don't exist but i still believe in you (laughs) wait wait when did he post that that was posted three days ago oh my god twitter (laughs) i know uh here's one i love this one raise your hand if you're more concerned about losing your constitutional rights than you are about covid He's one of those COVID, anti-COVID is a shit thing. There you go, Kevin Sorbo. Good for you. Maybe if we tell people the brain is an app, they'll start using it. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Look, he's dropping. He's he's dropping dad heat. Uh-huh. So when exactly in Earth's history did the climate not change? Wow, dude. Oh, my gosh. Anti-vax, oh, anti-global here, warming. Here is here is all I need to say about Kevin Sorbo. Is it about fucking uh, George Floyd or oh, whatever? Hold on. I'd like to go on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> uh. Uh, Kevin Sorbo added all his songs to uh, Spotify. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, the only reason why I know that, like, someone was talking shit about Hercules and Xena Warrior Princess, and I was like, Step hey, Those off. shows were awesome back in the day. Step off. Because yeah. I used to you watch shows every Saturday morning. Yeah, they were great. Lucy Lawless still looks fantastic. I don't know she what Kevin Serbo looks like, though, but. Uh, not as fantastic. Didn't The last thing well. I saw him in. Oh, he- and she's been slamming him. Oh, good. She's like, oh, my dumb... Like, she basically called him, like, a dumbass. The She's la- like, sad to see my, my friend has turned into such a dumbass. The last thing I've seen Kevin Sorbo in was he was in, like, a sci-fi original movie about, like, uh, vampires or werewolves or some shit like that. But what the fuck? Lucy Wallace was just in something that I, saw, I watched. She looks fantastic. Yeah, look at her in this picture. Oh, my God. She does. looks good. And he does not look good. She oh, it looks like a like she definitely won the age race, uh, aging race. Oh, Kevin Sorbo looks like he's turned into the guy from Phantasm. You never seen Phantasm? You don't know I about, do the, know tall, the, you don't know about the tall man, boy. Anyway, uh, let's get back on track. Mm. So, also, Patrick Swayze, being the badass he is, actually went to trucking school. And got his Class A license so he could drive trucks in this movie. Why does it say Kevin Sorbo and then have a picture of Meatloaf? Is that Boy George? Uh, no, I believe um, that is Cher's son. I think is transgender or something. 
<laughs> so it says Kevin Sorbo in its picture of Cher, Meatloaf, and Cher's transgender son. I don't know. Oh, it is Boy George. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. You're so correct. Yeah. I know Boy George when I see him. Yeah, but I don't understand why this has anything to do with Kevin Sorbo. Except maybe Kevin Sorbo. Oh, Meatloaf looked terrible look. Ugh. Yeah. He looks like he's ready to die. But. Oh, Tamora. Hush, please. Yeah. Tamora Tomahawk Jones. Anyway, so while they were filming this, on January 6, 1998, three special effect crew members were injured preparing a gas-based explosion in downtown Wilmington, North Carolina. Two of the crew were hospitalized with serious injuries, and the third was treated and released. Improper safety... Improper safety measures that went against industry standards allowed for a premature explosion as the crew was setting up to shop. Mm. Shot. Mm. So the word premature. Well, they had a charge. It's related to a meatloaf movie. Yeah. Um, maybe I wasn't so wrong calling them a premature. Well, they basically like had this charge and like no one was paying attention. And instead of like having it in the open, they like closed it up. Mm. And I don't know. They connected something. And it was supposed to be, like, disconnected, and it just blew mm. up. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and they got fined $16,800 for it. Oh, it was part of their budget. Yeah. They couldn't afford Kevin Sorbo after that. <sighs> Kevin Sorbo. Probably give him a soup and sandwich. 19, <laughs> wait, when did Hercules go off the air? Good question. I'm going to look that up. Because it was, like, super popping in, like, 95, 96, I think. Yeah. I feel Maybe like I was I like Kevin it. Sorbo was like a god. No pun intended. Oh, technically Hercules is a half god, but. Yeah, yeah. He was a demigod. I was saying on like uh, the celebrity scene. So Hercules ran for, for six seasons. Hmm. Um, I had a hundred and eleven episodes. And it ran from 1995 to 1999. Oh, so this is supposed to come out when he was still doing that. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah he couldn't do it because of uh, some sort of health shit he had going on. He had to like, get surgery or some shit. Did you know about the young Her- Hercules? Yeah. That's what's his name. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't remember young Hercules, but okay. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. That's who we were trying to remember the name of. Ryan Gosling is a good actor. Can be. Can be. Can be. Can be. Uh, I liked him in the Lars and the Real Girl. What the fuck is that movie? Um, Beyond the Wayward Pines. Have you ever seen that? <sighs> well, he's in that. And he plays this guy uh, that like, works for the circus. He like drives a motorcycle around on like, the steel ball and shit. You know? I want to say that sounds and familiar. And then he becomes a bank robber. Well, that's part of it. It's like a... Kind of like an anthology movie. That's a really good movie, though, and he's really good in that. Oh, no. Oh, I have to watch it. He's really good in that. What? Anyway, back on task. Yeah. Best we can. Yeah. Our director, Kevin Hooks. He has 94 directing credits. 94 directing credits. But most of it is just a lot of TV, where he did an episode here or there. But he did make Roots... The Gift, the 1998 TV movie. 
Passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes. And Fled with Lawrence Fishburne and Stephen Baldwin. Interesting. Yeah. And then some of his TV did four episodes of St. Elsewhere, which uh, I was actually talking about St. Elsewhere with somebody like a week ago. About how, like, the ending, you find out all, like, takes place in, like, an autistic kid's, like, mind staring at a snow globe or some shit like that. In what? Okay. St. Elsewhere. I know it's a soap opera, right? Yeah, but then, like, at the end of it, is that St. Elsewhere? Hold on. Let me double check that. I am kind of, I'm pretty drunk, so I've already messed up uh, your fun facts. A fun fact. But I'm pretty sure that is St. Elsewhere with the, like, autistic kid. I've never watched St. Elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it is. A, yeah, 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 yeah. So. It's on Hulu, so I can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, so, like, the season, like, it ends, and there's, like, this autistic kid, and he's gazing into a snow globe that has, like, a little, like, miniature version of the St. Elsewhere Hospital inside of it. Uh-huh. And that's how it ends, is him, like, looking at it. So it's kind of like it was all like going on in his head. It didn't actually like none of it like actually existed. I'd be so mad if that's how my show ended. Yeah. So anyway. Oh yeah. Besides that in 1987, he did two ABC after school specials, Hmm. five episodes of soul food, the TV series based off the soul food movie Hmm. where, uh, just had that big mama who like died from diabetes or whatever. I don't know. I saw that in theaters, too. I think that came out in, like, 1995, but I never watched TV series. Four episodes of 24, 14 episodes of Prison Break. And he produced, like, they had, like, a like a movie, like a two-part movie or something, I guess, for, like, TV. And he made the second part of it, something like that. Oh. Four episodes of Bones oh. and three episodes of Preacher. Oh. So... Little, so he's prolific. Yeah, but then like, there is a ton of shit where he did like one episode of like Dookie Hauser and then like one episode of Tales from the Crypt in like 1993 and shit like that. It's just like all did, types of shit. Did you say Dookie Hauser? Yeah, I think I did, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh, move on. And, yeah, 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 fun fact it's not called Dookie Hauser. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Plays Jack Cruz. Died September 14th, 2009. You know, he only had 52 acting credits. Swayze? Yeah. Huh. And that, I was like, really? Only 52? Some of them are just legendary, like, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I just felt like he he was in a lot more stuff than that. Well, yeah, I mean, The Outsiders... Red Dawn, the first PG-13 movie ever. Yeah. You ever seen that? No. Ooh, it's a good movie. So, he's not... Do you know why it's the first first PG-13 movie ever? I don't know. Is there boobs in it? No. Ladies didn't care about boobs. No. So... I'm pretty sure we've discussed this before. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when they ripped the guy's heart out and shit and stuff like that... It was PG, mm. and people got so pissed off about it. So that's why they created PG-13, and Red Dawn was the first PG-13 movie. In PG movies, PG-13 movies, you can actually show uh, breasts, but you can't show any male nudity. 
not even butts, man cheeks. I believe, yeah, you can do man cheeks. You can't do like full frontal, but you can show you can show like a woman's tits and, and, you, and you can show like bush too. Really? In a PG thirteen movie. But you can't show. But you can't show a man. Yeah. Well, male nudity is like one of those really big things. Hey, hey, I know. See, even Tamoris thinks it's... Uh, he's in an uproar. <laughs> he's so offended. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you know, what's the big deal? He's like, my little wee-wee is all out all the time. It's true. But anyway, back to Patrick Swayze. Dirty Dancing. Yes. He pops up in Dirty Dancing 2, Havana you know, Nights. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Patrick Swayze is not the best actor, but I don't hate him for it. Roadhouse. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. I just know Roadhouse Rules, but that actually could be a quote from something else. Ghost with Whoopi Same. Goldberg. What? With who? Whoopi. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg. I thought you said something different, but that's okay. Yeah, who is uh, in the midst of her controversy mm. over the Holocaust. Yeah. And Point Break. Great movie. They also made a sequel to that. Wait, or no, they remade it. I don't know if they made a sequel to it, but I know they remade it. The remake wasn't any good because it didn't have Patrick Swayze in it. Mm. They have Randy Travis. God. Plays Earl. Mm. He has 51 acting credits. But, like, I don't know. A bunch of it was just, like, nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but he was in three episodes of Matlock. Yeah. So... There you go. He was in Fire Down Below in 1997. It's about when you get chlamydia. Uh, it has Steven Seagal in it, so maybe. Mm, yeah. And he voiced himself in a fantastic episode of King of the Hill. Yeah. Then all the rest of it's just like bullshit. But he did a lot of soundtrack work, including doing music for The Karate Dog. Can we just talk about <laughs> with John Voight? Where John Voight is the voice of a dog that knows karate. Can we just go past that? Because that's just ridiculous. And, uh, and then also talk about also, how terrible also, a singer he is. Also, he made music for Baby Geniuses. Okay. <laughs> One of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. Uh... So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is. He is a Can we just singer. point out that there's a fact where he sings poorly on purpose in this movie, but it still somehow sounds better than when he sings in real life? Well, that's not true, but he is a terrible singer. He is terrible. And I really don't know how Patrick Swayze in that movie looked at him with a straight face and said, you know how I said you were a bad singer earlier? Uh, I was lying. I don't know how he did that. Except he played the same expression throughout the whole entire movie. So I guess a very limited range. They must not. He. They must have only paid. They were like, "Here's the money," and he's like, "That's too not enough money." And he's if he's like, "But I'll do it." But I I will only express two emotions for the entirety of this movie. So they're like, "Deal." So we also have meatloaf. Yeah, who probably, I mean, honestly, was one of the best actors in the whole mill. Uh, he is the best actor in this yeah. movie. Hands down, Meatloaf is the best actor in I this mean, movie. I mean, but I also feel like he played himself. I feel like Meatloaf would be the type to walk around and quote scripture and tell people not to get vaccines. So, Well, if you don't know who Meatloaf is, sold 
100 million records. Mm. Which I would say it's a shame if you didn't know his musical catalog. Yeah. I mean, he's not like my favorite singer by any chance, but he's not like a bad singer in any way. It's just bad out of hell. The Bad Out of Hell trilogy is fantastic. I just don't like his music, but not because he's bad. I don't like Meatloaf. Or the food. I think a whole song about pressing a you know girl what? into fucking you, know, you is terrible. I think. <gasps> you know why oh, his name? You know that's why, why I don't like Meatloaf. You know why his name's Meatloaf? Because he looks like an overbaked Meatloaf. So when he was born, he had like red skin, and uh, oh he, yeah, his dad said he looked like a uh, what the fuck did he say? He said uh, he said he looked like a bunch of ground chuck, and he told the nurses to put meat on his little like baby crib in the hospital, and that's what he grew up. Everybody called him meat, and then when he got to high school, he's all like fat and shit. And that's where you got the loaf. And then also, like, his football coach called him Meatloaf. That's really sad. Yeah. Imagine growing up and your name was Meat, and everyone called you that because you were born and you had the skin of, like, a fucking... You, looked, you were just a little red. You like a hot dog. You were born red. Yeah. And then it, they said it stayed like that for a while. Oh, my God. Now I need a Google baby picture of Meatloaf. Oh, God. He had to have a mullet. He was born with a mullet. Like the Joe Dirt mullet. Okay, it's not quite what I was expecting to pull up because it literally pulled up a baby made out of meat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whoa, that one had a bacon diaper on. I know. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh no! You gotta put in. <laughs> you gotta put in meatloaf singer baby. It just it just keeps on having more and more. Babies made out of meat. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, hold on. Meat loaf singer baby pictures. Here we go. Oh my god. There he is. I mean, he's definitely a chunk. Yeah. Big chunky baby. Big chunky baby. Looks like he has a giant fucking head. Yeah. I mean babies do have big heads though. Oh, babies are stupid. Babies have bigger heads in comparison to their body. You really can look at these photos and see his his eyes growing apart. It's so weird. Turn into a hammerhead shark. Mm. Scary. Well. Sorry, Michael Leaday. Yeah. Well, he had 108 acting credits, but we've talked about that before. Mostly a lot of it's just music videos and shit. But Rocky Horror Picture Show, Fight Club, Formula 51, your favorite movie, Blood Rain. Mm. Which he was really good in. He was really good in it. This is a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie, but and he, then he acted his heart the out. The other two movies we're going to do for uh, Meatloaf, Mania, Memorial, MASH. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a terrible picture. Oh, God. Uh, Pelts and Stage Fright. That's the name of the movie we're doing? Well, Pelts. Uh, uh, Pelts oh, was, it's two different movies. <laughs> yeah. I Pelt, like that's an interesting title. Yeah, Pelts is his Masters of Horror episode. And then Stage Fright is the horror comedy musical. There's a lot of, he liked that genre, yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm pretty sure he just played himself in this. 
movie. Yeah, well, he's acting his ass off. But he definitely had more range than Patrick Swayze, who brought two emotions. Next, we have Gabrielle Cassius, who played Sonny. Mm-hmm. 47 acting credits. Acted well. He was really good. Buffalo Soldiers in 1997, mm-hmm. made-for-TV movie with Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Used to have it on VHS. Is it actually about Buffalo Soldiers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fallen, which is a horror movie starring Denzel Washington. For some reason, I want to see Tom Sizemore's in that, but I might be wrong. But I definitely know Denzel Washington's in it. Saw it in theaters. Right. Um, He was in one episode of The Crow, Stairway to Heaven, the little-remembered 1998 TV series. Okay. Yeah. Bedazzled with Elizabeth Hurley. And Black Hawk Down. And then he also did some voice work for the 50 Cent video game before I self-destruct. Hmm. All right. Yeah. The 50 Cent video game. I'm pretty sure he just goes around, like, shooting people. Mm-hmm. Probably all it is, right? Yeah. And selling them bottles of vitamin water? Isn't that what he... I think he sold his shares in it. But he was the ma- he was like a huge shareholder when Coca Cola bought it and it got him like a hundred million dollars or some shit. But then he declared bankruptcy. Yeah, well, you know, people don't always manage their money well. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. He has some good. He has some good music though. But fuck that guy. Oh, so uh, I just happened to be. I was just curious if Meatloaf lived in Nashville and calls a death listed on Wikipedia, which we know is a very official source. Says complications from COVID. So. Oh, you got to check the uh, the sources, cited sources. It doesn't have a citation. Oh, well, see, then you can't trust it. Next, we have Charles Dutton plays Agent Ford. Okay. Oh, he did. He lived in Brentwood, Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it even has his address of 17701 Flagler Drive, which he purchased for one Point four million dollars. Wow. Well, there you go. Yep. All right. Well, Charles Dutton, 110 acting credits, made his debut in 1985 with The Cat's Eye, Crocodile Dundee 2, Alien 3, Menace to Society, his most famous role, probably, the janitor guy from Rudy, surviving the game with what? I don't know the janitor from Rudy. What do you mean? <laughs> Have you seen Rudy? Oh, I did, yes. The black guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the janitor guy in yeah, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. That's, dude, everybody will know that guy. Yeah. And then surviving the game with Ice-T, Gary Busey, uh, that guy from uh, from Scrubs, John C. McKinley, I mm-hmm. think is his name. I'm not good at names, you know that. Yeah. Uh, um... That movie's fucking awesome. Rucker Howard's in that, too. That movie's fucking awesome. We'll have to watch that one day. A Time to Kill. Fantastic movie. Great book, too. Matthew McConaughey, too. All right, all right. <laughs> Mimic, which I watched last weekend when I was in Virginia. That was the terrible horror movie I told you I was watching when I was texting you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in that. That movie sucks. Got Speaking of sucks, Gothica, the Halle Berry horror movie. That movie fucking sucks. Yeah. And then Legion, that movie also sucked. 
That's when the people are in the diner and they have to like fight off like all the demons and shit trying to take like this lady's baby. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah. But anyway, so Mr. Dutton has very uh, interesting past. So when he was 16 in 1967, he got into a knife fight and stabbed someone to death and was convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to five years in prison. He did a year and a half, got out, and then got arrested on robbery and handgun charges, went back to prison for three years, and then he punched a guard in the face, and they tacked on another eight years. So he did like, what is that, 12 and a half years in prison. He also got stabbed and almost died. Wow. Yeah. And then during one of his stints, he refused to clean toilets, which was his assignment. So he got put into solitary confinement. And I don't you, know. I probably would, too. Yeah. I think I'd rather sit So he had solitary. to do six days in solitary. Yeah, I'd sit six days in solitary there than clean a prison toilet. And you us. were allowed to take a book. And he took a book, which was an anthology of black playwrights. And he read it in solitary confinement. And when he came out, he basically, like, talked to the warden about starting, like, a drama group. Mm. For the prison. And the warden told him if he got his GED, he would do it. So he did it. And then he enrolled in a two-year college program. Oh, wow. Then when he got paroled, he went to Townsend University, got a degree in, like, arts. And then he went to Harvard's drama school. Oh, wow. And got a master's in drama. Yeah. And then two years later, made his debut in Cat's Eye. Very interesting. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he was like a Black Panther and shit, too. He was like, got into all that while he was in prison. Hmm. So. Well, he looks like a nice guy. What? He will fuck your shit up. Well, maybe not nowadays. Maybe not nowadays, but the dude, he's been through the shit. Mm. Uh, the other person I wanted to touch on was the person, the music composer for this movie. His name's George S. Clinton. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh. Graduated from MTSU. Okay. He was the music composer for all the Austin Power movies. The Love Guru, one of the worst movies ever made. Mm. Red Shoe Diaries. Still Smoking, the Cheech and Chong movie. Oh, my God. Brain Scan with Edward Furlong. Before he got all fat and was, like, taking pictures of mustard on his shirt and shit at, like, Comic Cons. so sad. It was, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Beverly Hills Ninja, the movie that killed Chris Farley. Pretty sure it was drugs, but... So Beverly Hills Ninja, when he put that out, it got panned so bad, they he took it really, really fucking hard. And uh, they a lot of people said uh, that's what made him relapse, because he was clean. Aww. And yeah, when he did that movie, and he just got shit on like so bad, and like, made him look like a fucking joke. Which, I mean, yeah, it's Beverly Hills Ninja. I never watched it. I saw it in theaters. But it's fucking terrible. It's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that they said that's what, like, it sent him, like, down the path. It made him relapse and shit. Because it was just, like, a terrible experience making the movie. He got shit on so bad, and he just went off the edge. He was such a physical actor for a guy his size. Was, man. Farley. Tons of passion. 
Yeah. Very much. sad. Seemed like a cool dude. Yep. Then fucking died begging a prostitute to call the fucking ambulance. She's just left in there. No, wait. That wasn't him. That was, uh, oh, the guy from uh, Animal House. Oh, Belushi. Belushi. Yeah, Belushi. That was Belushi. Because that bitch went to prison and shit, if I remember right. Because she uh, left in there. I think that, yeah, I think I do remember there's something nefarious about. Yeah, it was like a prostitute, and, like, he, like, fell out and was, like, asking her for help, and she just left in there. Ah, Wow. We've now been recording for 56 minutes, and we really haven't talked about this movie at all. Well, it's fine. But you know what? There really isn't much to talk about with this movie. It's like, can I I mean, are we at the point where I can give a quick synopsis of what this movie is, and then we can go into detail? Oh, we can just jump right into it right now. Okay, so this movie is about a guy who needs to make money and basically sells his integrity. His name is Cruz. Cruz. Played by Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Sells his integrity uh, driving a 18-wheeler tractor-trailer from Atlanta, Georgia, or somewhere in Georgia, to Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> yes. And um, for some reason, a lot of action happens along that very short trip. Oh, because he's smuggling guns. The end. He also has a haunted past. He's three weeks fresh out of prison. Yeah, he's three weeks fresh out of prison because he violated, I guess, DOT <laughs> hours, road hours. And, uh, well, he fucking killed someone. What are yeah, you talking about? Well, there's that's why there's DOT, like, there's rules about how many on road hours you're allowed to do. So he must have violated on road DOT hours. And, uh, said, I, I think, he said I be- it was his be- seventh believe, trip. Yeah, he ran. Seven trips consecutively back and forth from Newark to Atlanta, Georgia, or so, yeah, some shit like that. And um, he he fell asleep or crashed or whatever, and he just like happened to hit the only people on this road <laughs> on the side of the, there was no cars on that trip at all, but he just happened to plow into the only people. Uh, and the on one the side of, of the no, road. no, no, no. And then there's a guy standing there outside of the car and gets completely creamed. And there was a woman looking out the mirror, uh, mirror, the back window, and she also gets creamed. Yeah. But he's, like, standing there, like, waving his arms, screaming, and it does, like, a zoom up on him. Yeah. And he just gets massive. He's gone. Yeah. Blood they balloon. Were, they were literally the only people but on you don't, this But you don't see it, though. You don't get to see it, though. No. All right. We're not gonna walk all the way through this movie. I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to either, because all you need to know is he's about to lose his house. He needs nine grand. I would, I would, but so he. Takes... I am, I am far too drunk to do that. Okay. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna touch on, on some topics. So the that's the movie, though. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So your basic rundown is Patrick Swayze need money, needs money. Because his house is getting foreclosed Oh, by on. the way, he didn't have his license. His license had been taken away from him. For life. So he illegally drove this this tractor trailer. It was uh, for ten grand. He needed nine to save his house. That's yeah, so, an extra thousand. Yeah. What about his wife? Uh, uh, what about her? She was terrible. <laughs> she was terrible. Hey. 
You shut the fuck up. I guess they try to evoke some kind of uh, emotion by the kid being like, Daddy, can you teach me how to play basketball? And he's like, yeah, and I'm not going to miss another one of your games. And it just didn't hit because Patrick Swayze only had two emotions, and that was, you know, wasn't one of the ones he said he was going to bring for the movie. I wrote this down. Is Patrick Swayze a good actor? No, he's not, but I still don't hate him for it. But in this, he's terrible. He, I told you, he brought two emotions. <laughs> he is so bad in this. He's so... Like, you can just... It, it, it literally seems like they were like, he's oh, so yeah. He's so wooden. That's all I can say. There's so lack of emotion. There's no range. Everything is the same facial expression of, like, a child who got caught doing something they weren't supposed to. It seems like... They were like, oh, we have to shoot tomorrow. And then Kevin Sorbo pulls out and they're like, dude, call Patrick Swayze. He'll do it. And then he just comes in and he's just like walking through it. It's almost as if he's reading off cue cards. Almost, yeah. So when I, when I was watching this, that, the director has done so much TV. This seemed like a TV movie. A TV. It seemed like yeah. a TV movie. It seemed like you were watching like a really long episode. TV episode of something. Yeah. That's the way it was Sm- shot. Like Smokey and the Bandits or something. I don't know. And done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bunch of tractor trailers catching fire, which big whoop. I mean, I work at UPS. We have them catch on fire all the time. Okay, I have an issue. <laughs> they act like driving a truck is like piloting the fucking space shuttle. They're like, dude, oh my god. Yeah, fucking I love god. when they show all the dials dude. and he's like, oh, which ones do I touch? And anytime they're doing anytime they're doing trucker talk, Patrick Swayze's just like such a fucking know it all. Or he's just like ram he's like ramming off these like trucker like talk facts about like tires and all types of shit. Well he's, he's also to make a mechanic. Himself, but it's but it's trying to make him just seem like he's like super fucking smart because like Yeah, he's like some badass driver. Yeah, some badass. Well, well they do driver. make a comment in the very beginning when the guys yeah, like I work offering, with truck dri- I work with truck drivers every single yeah, day. Yeah, I, I know. And they're fucking idiots. Well, you work with the cream of the crop, let's yeah, just say. Guys like this and they're fucking idiots. Well, they also made a comment at the very beginning of the movie when the guy was offering him this job. He said something about him being an ice Mr. trucker. Mr. Cutler. Yes. They said something about him being an ice trucker. No, he said... No, no. <laughs> That's funny you say that. He said, word has it, you could drive a truck full of ice through hell on the 4th of July. Oh. He was saying how good a driver he has a reputation for being. But that's one of those things about they're like, dude, Jesus Christ, this fucking, you think you can drive a truck? This fucking guy knows how to drive a truck. Yeah, they did. And, and the they, kids brought up all the time. Yeah, like, and did. Patrick Swayze says it all the time. He's like, see that. I was on my seventh straight run. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, they do kind of act. Oh, I totally misheard that quote. Okay, so there's that's a, hilarious. Why, why? There's a scene in this. Why? Why ice? Because wouldn't the truck be refrigerated? If the I, temperature doesn't. Matter. But that's how good a driver he is. His ice wouldn't melt. I mean, it's, it's hell. I, I of course, it would that. melt. I know, but obviously, it was ice and not. I mean, a, dude, I don't, a, a I don't, puddle. I don't know. That's how good he is. Good that is impossible. ridiculous. That's a ridiculous. He also has that awesome chain wallet you could see later. Yeah. Remember when people wore those? 
Oh, yeah, in the 90s. That was really big in high school. I know, especially for a 46-year-old man. man. <laughs> Make him look really tough. Well, you've never lived in Newark, New Jersey, so. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, he didn't live in Newark. Remember, that was the big thing. He didn't want to move back he to He didn't Newark. want to move back to Newark. Which I don't blame him. Like, nobody should live in Newark, No, New Newark's garbage. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely, like, the airport's there, and, like, it's the grossest five minutes of your whole entire drive in New Jersey is driving from the airport. Uh, most of New Jersey is terrible, too. Hey, some, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I dude, like, the whole there. up north, like, uh, Rhode Island sucks. New York sucks. New Jersey sucks. Maryland, I, it's all about the seafood. Yeah. Yeah. The Maryland Terrapins. Oh, man, they got a giant turtle mascot. I like that. Yeah. I've always liked that. But anyway, uh, yeah. The, when you look at turtles, you think of speed. Speed? Yes. Like the movie with Tom Cruise? No. Like how fast. Wait, that's not go. Tom Cruise. No, it was uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Who apparently is the nicest guy that ever lived. I don't know. And Speed 2. Uh... Sandra Bullock. Yeah. But I don't they, think he but, didn't come back. But they couldn't get Keanu Reeves back, so they got a different guy. And then, yeah, uh, so uh, who is it? Uh, Harvey Keitel's in it. And he's like putting leeches on himself and shit. It's really weird. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck were you talking about? Why? Wait. I don't know. No, no, I was about track. to segue onto something before we went off on the speed. Right, off of something you said. Well, I was talking about the speed of a turtle, how fast they go. But you, you Oh, dude. Okay. So that's movie. what it, no, dude. So I got to figure out a way to get a picture of this new guy at work. I'm probably going to fire him next Friday. Oh, well, it'll be after this airs anyway. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he sucks. Well, he's like, uh, this dude, and he's got like this tiny face. Oh, his... yeah, you were talking about him <laughs> earlier. Dude, I want to see this tiny face guy. Dude, he looks like a turtle. He has uh, a fucking bald head. He has this little tiny face, and he's like, let's poke a, out. Does he have like a little... He looks like... Dude, if you just imagine... Upside your, down feel do you Okay, so the the old turtle in the uh, those Tootsie Pop commercials... Like, that's what he looks like. Oh. <laughs> and dude, every time I see him, it's like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We call him baby face. Makes no sense. Just call him turtle face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can, take it to, we can take it to the board and revise it. But anyway. Okay. What about the uh, the action scenes in this? Some of them were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, okay, I'm sorry, but like those cars would not have survived driving off road like that. So, okay, the first the first scene when they when they first get attacked in the Camaro mm. and they're getting chased by like the Firebird or whatever, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yes. But then later on, when they have like all those semis and it's like four semis like chasing each other, it was so slow. And they're going uphill. Of course, because they're semis. Yeah, they're going like 20 miles per hour. <laughs> and they're going up great. And they made a, even made a comment like, can you haul this up? Can you haul this weight up a, up a, up this grade? And you he's can, like, said something. You can athlete. try to make a semi trailer. Chase, exciting, but it's not. No. It's very slow. It's like watching turtles fight. 
Yeah. But back to what we were talking about earlier, which comes into that scene where it's Patrick Swayze going uphill versus three other semis. Mm. He uses his amazing driving skills to kill everyone by outdriving them yeah. because they're not as good a driver as he is. He's just an awesome driver. He, and then that's what everyone says. <laughs> Even Meatloaf will like find his dead men and they're like, the, the, all oh, these yeah, cars, yeah. That, all these oh, cars, no that, dead boy can drive. Yeah, all these, <laughs> all these cars that like explode, but there's no bodies in them. It's just wreckage. The bodies all disintegrate, but they evaporized. Yeah, and every time he'll just like come up to him and be like, "Man, that would he can really drive?" Yeah, yeah. It's just like because it's a semi truck. It's not like you're doing cool ass stunts in a car. You can tell a good driver by their stunts in a car. You know what I mean? But it's a semi-truck. You literally have to just drive straight with those fucking things. Okay. <laughs> There's You don't have a lot of wiggle room. Speaking of stunts. So when we were watching that movie, uh-huh. there's a scene I went back on, and it was when they got attacked by the motorcycle guys. How do you have so many notes for this movie? I take, I take good notes, man. I mean, but we're not using them. It was just like, truck drives. Truck drives more. Anyway... <laughs> So when the motorcycle people attack. I'm sorry. What? Okay. And the guy gets on the back of the truck and he's trying to hook the trailer. This is That's Patrick part. Swayze like climbing out of that truck yeah. and like going back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for real? I don't know. I mean, the truck If was- it's not, it's the greatest stunt double of all time. I mean, cuz that shot is like one shot. Yeah. Coming in and it's dude, it's fucking Pretty sure it's Patrick Swayze. It is. Of course it's Patrick Swayze. I mean, the truck was only going five miles per hour. It was going like 25. You get hurt. Yeah, if you fell and you fell underneath it, yes. Hey, it was still amazing, though. Yeah. The man's doing his own stunts. It was tomorrow's favorite part of the movie. That's why he was weighing in. Oh, yeah. Oh, see? Oh, my God. Why is he wanting? He, I don't know. He's like, you guys are talking a lot. What's going on? Yeah. I liked the uh, the ATF and the FBI agent. Very Their dope. interaction with each other. Did you? I did. I thought it was good. Oh, my gosh. I found it very tired. Like, oh, angry cop. Smart-ass cop. Really? Yeah. I liked it. I thought mm-hmm. they played off each other very well. At some of the scenes, you can tell that guy who played the... ATF guy. He's in a lot of stuff as a nerdy, nerdy headmaster. You could tell that he was supposed to be wearing his glasses. Agent McLaren. Yeah, Agent McLaren. You could tell that he was supposed to wear his glasses because he would look and he'd be, it'd be like he was, he wouldn't, he didn't, wasn't seeing what he was looking at. What about the music? I mean, underwhelming because I don't remember any of it. Except for the one subtitle that was like Earl humming. And then it was like the most out of tune humming ever for like seven minutes. The opening theme was fantastic. I don't remember it. That was awesome. It had those fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, The drums with the violins going over it. Classic. That was awesome. Classic. That was really good. But then, dude, they hit you. They start hitting you with all this like trucker trucker country yeah where people, it's all just country music about people driving trucks and then sad trucker country music later on it's 
It's awful. It's just way too much. Then the movie ends with a terrible song by Randy Travis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, The music in here was pretty fucking terrible. But Meatloaf, star of the show. Really was the best actor in the movie. Yeah. Um, So this is the first time I've seen this since I saw it in theaters as a wee lad, Mm -hmm. as they would say in your home country. Yeah, that's exactly how they would say it, too. I know. I, you know, fun fact, I dated an Irish person for, like, almost three years, so I'm pretty much an expert on Irish life. Is this someone other than me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. No. If I was, like, your second Irish person that <laughs> you dated for no. three three years. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know what his problem is. Tomorrow. What, what is what the problem is, over is, here, dude? What is your problem? Okay, well. Okay. Tomorrow's telling us we need to wrap up. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really wanted to touch on. No. This movie is just nothing. It, it's not. What? It's not that bad. Okay. This movie's like. It's worth watching once. Yes, it is. In my opinion, I think it's worth watching once. I could have gone my entire life without ever watching this movie. To be honest, I really could have. I didn't need this. It didn't add any value to my life. You got to see Meatloaf. Yeah. Again, didn't add any value <laughs> to my life. Hey, man, Meatloaf was out there quoting Bible scripture and shit. What about that? You're never going to see another movie where Meatloaf flies through the side of a warehouse in a semi-truck and then lands on railroad tracks and then gets hit by a train and explodes. That's true. Take that off your bucket list. I didn't put it on there, but that's okay. It's on everyone's. It's like one of those default... Like, is, yeah. that the bingo, you know, you know, is that the bingo square on everybody's bucket list? Yeah, you don't get a choice. It's just on there. Meatloaf hit by a train. Okay. You know what I saved him? If he just got vaccinated. If he got that anti die by train vaccine. Uh, well, well. I stand with you, Meatloaf. Do not stand Meatloaf. I will. Get out oh, of I here. am gonna stand Meatloaf. No. Yes. It's a terrible cuisine. I'm gonna get a meatloaf tattoo. Actually I'm not gonna do that. I was just gonna say make it put it somewhere I'll never see. <laughs> like the bottom of your foot. Oh, God. That would be terrible. It would explain why he looks so squished. <laughs> oh, my God. You just hate Meatloaf so much. I just don't like him. I, I think it's because he's, like, mostly famous for a song about a guy pressuring a girl into fucking him, which I know was classic 90s style, was, you know, date rape. Date rape was the thing to do back then, but I don't know. Maybe that's why. And I also read this sad quote from him saying that he never gets bored, even though he's, he was be alone with himself after shows until the next morning. He'd be alone, but he never got bored because parents wouldn't let him play with their kids because he was too fat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's sad. What a tragic, tragic man. And that also, uh, even though he's a vegetarian... And 
he really wanted to meet Katie Lang. She wouldn't meet him because his name was Meatloaf because she was also a vegetarian. She wouldn't meet him because his name was Katie Lang, and he stopped being a Katie Lang fan that day. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know if that's true. But she just could have <laughs> been what, like, you, Dottie, What are you talking about? This is, this is a quote from I found on Wikipedia. That he said. Yeah, because I was talking about his uh, uh, veganism. And he said a lot of vegetarians, or vegetarianism, a lot of vegetarians didn't like him because his name was Meatloaf. And then he brought up Katie Lang. They were at an award show, and he was talking to someone else famous about Katie Lang and how much he liked Katie Lang. And I guess the people went to go see if he could go meet Katie Lang, and she said, no, his name is Meatloaf. Mm. She wouldn't meet him because I mean, you could make like a, a veggie Meatloaf. That's why I think this story is silly. But she wouldn't supposedly she wouldn't meet him because she and she said no, his name is Meatloaf, and that's the day he stopped being a Katie Lang fan. Oh, yeah, in jail they'll uh, they make a uh, a toilet Meatloaf. No, a toilet Meatloaf. I don't know. They make toilet wine. I just assumed this where the story was going. (laughs) (laughs) How would you cook a Meatloaf in a toilet? I don't know. Oh. Well, no. So, like, what the um, if people like refuse to eat and shit, they make this like a it's like a a loaf where they take like it's like your daily like dose of meat and veggies and everything, and they just blend it all up and make it into like a giant fucking loaf. And it's like it looks like a meatloaf, but it's like your daily like intake of food. And they just mash it all up and make it into like a loaf, and then they serve it to you. This sounds disgusting. Yeah, and almost as disgusting as actual meatloaf. I hate meatloaf. It's gross. <sighs> wow, wow, this anti-meatloaf rhetoric You're crossing the line now. It's such an American dish, and I just don't like it. Never you can talk it. all you want to about that beautiful fat man, his angelic voice, and how much you don't like him. That's fine, but he had a very meatloaf good... is a great meal. No, it's not. Terrible. It is it's delicious. No, it's not. I've never had a good meatloaf. It's so dense and compacted. It doesn't have to be dense and compacted. Every meatloaf I've ever had. Meatloaf can be light. I've never had, oh, tried a meatloaf and been like, wow, this is light and airy. And then people put ketchup on it. No, I had to put ketchup. You can put fucking, uh, you can put anything you want on it. Oh, yeah, sweet barbecue sauce. Why don't you eat a fucking hamburger? Because there's carbs in the bread. It's carbs and meatloaf, isn't it? Because you put, like, don't you mix it with, like, bread to help make it stick together? You, you can use breadcrumbs, but you don't have to. You use eggs. Meatloaf's gross. Stop stop making meatloaf. <laughs> no. No. Meatloaf. This, Anyone no. who this makes is, li- meatloaf no, or serves no, meatloaf no, needs to go to prison. No. Stop it. This is a pro. Should be arrested. Pro meatloaf podcast. Should I will not arrested. listen to this. No. Stop it. Should meatloaf spend is many, delicious. many years in jail having... Prison meatloaf. That's how I feel about it. What? Your shepherd's pie is just a meatloaf with potatoes on it. It's not dense. It's loose. So it could be a meatloaf can be the same way. And technically, a shepherd's pie is supposed to be lamb, ground lamb. Well, whatever. But it also has a sauce. It's flavored. Oh, sauce. It's seasoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put a sauce on a fucking meatloaf. You can put gravy on it or something. You don't have to put ketchup on it. And it's mashed potatoes on top, which are and you're gonna meet you're gonna eat mashed potatoes creamy. with a meatloaf. Yeah, but what are you why gonna eat? What are you gonna eat with it? 
No, because it's... Mashed potatoes always go with meatloaf. If you're Listen, not doing it, you're doing it wrong. Can I just explain? I don't like that meatloaf is like... Like someone was trying to make a diamond out of ground beef. It just looks like it was pressurized and solid and condensed and thick. What meatloaf were you eating? What is this? That's all meatloaf. Come on. What, is, what meatloaf are you eating? Every recipe for meatloaf says squeeze all the juices and air out of it and make it what into a talking? solid no, brick. This is, no, this is not. This yeah, is not true. It is true. It's it disgusting. not. I'm not a big fan of ground I'm gonna, beef I'm going to have own. to make a meatloaf. God, you did once, and meatloaf. I didn't like it, remember? No, you know, no, that's not what happened. I said I wanted to make a meatloaf, and you're like, oh, no, I'll make it for you. And then you made a meatloaf, but you didn't make it. You, It, it was fine. It was delicious. But I did not like it. Yeah, because you didn't put any care into it. Because you were already against the idea. You, are, you were making it, being like, I don't like meatloaf. No, I was really trying to make a meatloaf that you liked, but no, look, I mean, even like. I mean, I did like I ate it. I liked it. It's fine, but it like, could be made better. Look at that. Like, it just is like compressed ground beef. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't even like ground beef as general without any kind of seasoning. You know how I am. You tried to give me that one hamburger that one time, and I knew right away that it, you did not make it, even though you lied to me and said you did. I did not say that. That's, no, I never said I made the patties. You lied. You lied to me. No, I didn't. I never, I never said I made those patties. I asked you if you had made it, and you said, Yeah, I made it. I cooked it. Yeah. I didn't make it. You knew the what I meant. I, you did, knew I, I did not know what you meant. You knew exactly. No, no. And then stop this. I questioned what is you going about on the here? lack of seasoning. How dare you? How dare you? How <laughs> the dare lack of you? Seasoning. I didn't no, eat it. I ended up giving it. half of it to this the This is dogs. what you wanted. <laughs> this is what you wanted. What? Yeah. What? We're back tell- there. You acted like you were sleeping for four hours. Got me all <laughs> drunk. Now you want to get on here and fucking hit me with your anti-meatloaf rhetoric. Yeah. And fucking accuse me of lying and make a fool of me on the show. This, well, is, what, this, is, this is your uh, final solution. Stop. The baby's crying. He doesn't like it when mommy yeah. and daddy fight. <laughs> it's final solution. No. I wish You really are giving me a lot of credit for being that evil. The plan just to bring in that hamburger. Just really, that hamburger just came into play. You are petty. It was disgusting. So. I am very petty. I know. Very so. I very lo- much so. I love being very. I love doing petty shit. If you fuck me over <sighs> and you fall on my list, I will. I will uh, probably send an email with very colorful language. And by colorful, I just mean like great adjectives. Channel my inner, inner Karen. And throw you right under that bus. And, and then you're back white it up. And a woman, so you can get away with it. Yeah. Well, the woman part at UPS specifically, I can get away with. All the privilege. I, ha- I am the privileged. Yeah. In Fuck a- that wage gap, too, because you make so much more money than I do. Yeah, but you would make the same amount of money as me if you were working in the same division as I was. Because everybody starts out at that rate. It's ridiculous. It is a lot of nice. It's I'm I'm pretty still sometimes I surprise myself on how I'm actually how I fell into this. Oh god. Put, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. Put down the humble pie. Mm. Anyway. What flavor is humble pie? If humble pie was actually a pie, what flavor would it be? Just an like an apple pie? 
Tears, tears of your enemies. Tears. Salty. Salty. But the good type of salty. Like bacon. Anyway, would you recommend this movie? I already said no. Okay. Did you, though? Did you? Yeah, I said that this not to watch this movie. <laughs> I literally said, do not watch this movie. And you said watch it at least once, and I said no. I would. Uh, you I know, would now that you mentioned that, I do, I do, I do have. Li- I very clearly slightly remember that. Clearly stated that I wish I never watched this movie. I wish we had watched two hours of Peacemaker instead, because that's hilarious. <sighs> you know, now I own a copy of this. Yeah, now you own a copy that we didn't even watch, so you bought it for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, and I think I thought about that too. I don't even know why I bought a copy of it. I got all fucked up like, uh, like last weekend, bought a copy of it. I don't even know why. Well, I don't know. For some reason, you like to own copies of movies. I don't know. No, I like to own copies of movies I like. I just don't. I don't know why I. Why would anyone own a, a movie nowadays? What do you mean? Everything's like so readily available to you. That is not true. I have movies that are up here that you cannot just pull up somewhere. That's true. I mean, I get the foreign stuff. I don't know. If it's something I really enjoy, I like to have a physical copy of it. So it can sit in the wrapper on the shelf. Until I decide to watch it, yes. Who knows when that day may come? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, no, no. I'm not going to listen to this. I do have a lot of. Copies of movies. So glad we're not utilizing that valuable space in this very tiny apartment uh, for your movie copies and not anything else. Oh wow! So glad someone's been three. <laughs> so glad someone's been three years. Oh, wow! Just fall in love more and more every day. Yeah, golly. On that note. We're just gonna end this episode. Yeah, which... that that note was like that note that uh uh Travis hit as Earl for like seven minutes. Very unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> he was humming and it was so out of tune, and they just kept on showing a footage of the truck driving and hit that horrible hum note. Yeah, we only talked about this movie for like twenty minutes. We talked about this movie for a lot longer than that. Yeah. Uh. Well, next time, Elaine hopefully won't sabotage me. Set me up for failure. Okay. How did I set you up for failure? You know as you did. You left me to my own vices. You're a grown man. You are a grown adult man who makes his own choices. You did this to me. Responsible for the outcomes of your own choices. That's a life lesson. Mm. I just read it out of a fortune cookie. Oh, there you go. Should we well, order Jack in the Box 20 tacos or something? I'll see if we uh, if they're open. They're open 24 hours a day, babe. I know, but you got to see if there's like uh fucking like driver out that one or something. Okay. Anyway, okay. Wrap this up. Meatloaf Mania will continue. Yeah. We're only a third of the way done with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you want all right so I, we have to pick between pelts oh my god it doesn't matter i'm still gonna watch both of them 
I don't care what or order you do it in. Stage fright. Stage fright. You want to watch the horror comedy musical? I haven't seen it. Oh, because I was going to say, you know what? Which one is the best one? Because let me just watch the it. best one last. Let's just build up Stage Fright. All right, so we're going to watch Stage Fright next. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, so that I have not seen. Yeah. Uh, it's been on my list to watch for a really long time. I just never went out of my way to watch it. So. Hey, babe. What? I do love you. Yeah, I love you too. Yeah. Not as much as my movies, but uh, apparently, yeah. just kidding. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just picking on you because it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think, you, think you're so much better than me because you're sober. I don't. Jesus Christ! What? I'm just trying to. We all know. Okay. Uh, here's the here's the here's the truth about Elaine being sober. Uh, Elaine is concerned about her caloric intake when she drinks and is trying to lower her tolerance so she can be a cheap date again and get drunk on less calories. Yeah, she wants to make a fool of me. Trying to make a fool of you, baby. Yeah. Everybody loves you. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to watch Stage Fright. Yeah. After that, we're going to do Pelts. Pelts. And then we'll get back on schedule. And watch Raw. Yeah. Which was what the, the what I pulled out of the skull. Yes. Last time. But then Meatloaf had to go up and die on us. So, there you go. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like I trashed it just because I trash-talked him so much. I don't know. Uh, I remember years ago, you remember uh, the band Drowning Pool? Yeah, that song, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. And the guy actually drowned or something? Well, I, know, I think he overdosed on heroin. Oh. But I remember... Um, the day before that guy died, I remember me and Steph, what the, f- we were watching something or like that video came on or something. And, and he, Steph was like, Steph was like, God, I fucking hate that guy. He's like, I fucking hate that band. He's like, I wish that dude would fucking die. And then the next day, the dude overdosed <gasps> on his tour bus. Oh. And I remember like calling Steph and be like, dude, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, dude, oh. that guy actually fucking died. Oh, Steph filled that one out into the universe. Ooh. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would I would be freaked out if I said I wish someone would die and they literally died. I would feel guilty yeah, he about like said that. He, yeah, he like said in a like he's like, dude, I fucking hate that band so much. I wish I could just fucking die. And so fucking did I ever tell you this story? Right, my poor grandma. Right, she had multiple multiple children, twelve surviving. Um, so one of the ones that did not survive had pneumonia, and she wanted to take him to the hospital, and she wanted my dad, uh, granddad, to drive her to the hospital. And he was, uh, he wouldn't take the baby to the hospital because he was, he had a date with another woman and, uh, he was going Ooh. out. Yes. He was going out. And when he left, well, this, he would, po- this podcast really took a know, negative this, turn. This podcast got really dark quick. Um, if there's nothing, that's because there was nothing good about the movie to talk about. Oh, hey, when they're coming down that hill and that one truck just like smashes that trailer and it's rolling and flipping and shit in slow-mo. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, anyway, go back to this. What, uh, this depressing th- story. Okay, yeah. so my grandma wanted to go to the hospital, so she was begging my grandfather to bring like, bring the kid to the hospital, my uncle to the hospital, and he said, there's no point. That baby will be dead in the morning and left to go do nefarious things. And 
Nefarious? Nefarious. Nefarious. Oh, yeah, nefarious. You're in America. You talk like it. All right, so Woman. I'll talk like it. Hold on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my grandma wished him dead. She, you know, she was so upset that he wouldn't take the baby to the hospital that uh, she wished him dead. And he actually got into a car accident that night, but he did not perish. But his lady friend did. And she felt guilty about her for her entire life. She felt like she caused it somehow. Oh. And also, side note, my my uncle did die. So. Wow. Well, Lynn's trying to kill my buzz. And, uh. The end. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh. <laughs> that's going to do it for the, this week's, uh, this week's wait, episode. Wait, wait, wait. No, come on. Let's. Well, no, let's. Can't end on a sad note. Hold on. What are you uh, doing? I'm going to look up a meatloaf quote. Let's, let's uh, end it on a, a meatloaf uh, quote. Uh, I don't know. I feel like meatloaf seemed like a type of guy who probably said a bunch of sad stuff. Oh, he did. He already said he was too fat to play with the other kids. Yeah. Oh, here's some beautiful ones. Okay. I never fit in. Rock and roll came from the slaves singing gospel in the fields. <laughs> There's no explanation for success. As most people know, I am a vampire. So I have no reflection. Please tell me that's from a quote. That's a quote from a movie and not like a real. Wait, what is this? Are you? Is this... Yeah, meatloaf quotes. Okay. To me, a song is a new is new every time I sing it. When your name is on the marquee, you either get the glory or get the hits. What? Top twenty five quotes by Meatloaf. Okay, you know what? I'm pulling the plug on this. The angels Just like had they did guitars. on Meatloaf. Boom. The and angels had guitars before they had wings. Okay, now, all right, now we're bailing on this. Who am I? Why am I here? Forget the nope. question. Someone give me another beer. There you go. Let's end on that okay. one. Well, well, yeah, bailing on this. This episode uh, went off the rails. Sorry, that's fine. We'll get it back on next week. Well, next episode. But- Life is a lemon. I want my money back. <sighs> okay. Well, R.I.P. Meatloaf. Uh, I'm sorry you can't spread your wisdom. At least it's on Google. But for me and Elaine. Yeah. We will be signing off till next week. Yep. So. You're going to do a terrible dance. Yeah. And then one day when we have cameras in here, everyone can see how great this dance is. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, for me and Elaine, signing off. Adios.